Hi, I'm Sophia Raines at Our School Matters because whether it is just the middle point or the end of a student's educational career, it's their last educational point where they're a kid. Hi, I'm Mr. Ryden, and Our School Matters because it gives the opportunity for students to find out what matters to them, whether it's a career, an artistic outlet, or just something that they want to do and know more about. I'm Sophia Raines. And I'm Vivi Carey. And this is Our School Matters, a podcast where we talk to the teachers, students, staff, and administrators of RCCU1 about what matters to them. So you may be noticing there is not a teacher on the other side of this mic. And that is, there's not Mr. Wrighton. And that's because Vivi is going to be our new student host next that's year. That's me. Are you excited? How do you feel about that? I am I'm excited. Yes. I think it's going to be fun. I've always wanted to be in a podcast and showing the episode at first was so much fun and now I just get and now you get to do yeah. it all the time Woo. so and it's actually a total role reversal because our episode our interview today is me oh talking God. to Mr. Ryden that's crazy about uh the podcast how it went what my thoughts and just my general high school career and just a little bit of advice at the end there uh so yeah this is weird yeah this is weird. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to the interview. Sophia Rains, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, so we wanted to sit down for a kind of a debriefing of the podcast for this first season. So let's talk about the point we're at right now. Mm -hmm. So you have recorded all of your interviews, right? Yes. And you're planning on doing your uh, interstitial or whatever intro outro recording with Vivi mm -hmm. here after this recording. And it is the Friday, that's the last day of student attendance for this school year. Mm -hmm. So I am, uh, I think I have one, no, I have two more interviews I want to do. Wow. Um, I know. My head. I know. Um, I work really hard otherwise at my job. <laughs> um, and I um, also am At lazy. my full-time job <laughs> in the school. I have a couple people I want to interview still, Mr. Rusk and then Ms. Edwards, actually. So we are near the end of the school year for teachers, as we were talking before the recording. We have Monday to come back to, but... Man, let me tell you, it's like the best day in a way, especially if you're all graded and stuff, because it's just a bunch of goofy teachers right before summer break acting like morons. It's fun. It's Here, a good day. video. Yeah. That's it. We've got all the uh, the security cameras, too. We'll have to, we'll have to pull, I'll get Roark to pull the feed for us. Oh, nice. But so that's where we're at right now, and we'll figure out if we're doing more intros and outros to the summer or how many we're doing before I just take over doing those. Uh, all alone. <laughs> But so anyway, this gives us a, a chance to kind of look back and think like, was this all worth it? Do we felt like we found anything out from it? I would say the first thing is when you started interviewing people, I felt like, like our opening thing was, well, this is a fun idea. Is this even going to work or we're going to try it? It's going to be really stupid and embarrassing or whatever. And I mean, I felt pretty quickly like, 
oh, there's something here. It's I'm enjoying interviewing mm. these people. And I feel like we quickly, because we have common ground, we get at something. Uh, what were your thoughts kind of going into this? I think um, I really like the idea. I think I mentioned before, I don't know if it wasn't a test one just between mm -hmm. us two, but I'd always been interested in podcasting or mm -hmm. like working somewhere around there, at least dipping my toes into it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, great. And I didn't know how the first interviews would go, but they yeah. ended up going better than I expected. Yeah. So I, it was kind of like, uh, and yeah. I was like, oh, this is good. Okay. Like, I think if I was asked to go and interview like cops on the beat or like a zookeeper, I think I'd find something interesting about that, honestly, but just interviewing teachers it was a pretty quick click like mm -hmm. oh we both know what we're talking about and we both have you know it's our careers so we have a lot to say about it same with high schoolers i'm sure did you feel like people were in the people you talked to were invested or they yeah. felt like they had passionate yeah things i mean say? all of them had some uh, were passionate about some point or other whether it was mm -hmm. something they were doing in the school or something they'd like to see mm -hmm. or just the general atmosphere around the school is there anything that kind of stuck with you like when you you probably had some some biases or you're not necessarily negative biases but some thoughts of like oh this mm -hmm. is how they're going to react to certain stuff or care about or is there stuff that played out to be completely what you expected or was there stuff that completely went opposite i think um a lot of the people i knew beforehand i had classes with them or i mm -hmm. had like friendships mm -hmm. but i think the parts that i wasn't expecting the most are kind of just came out of left field when people would talk get on here, put their headphones on, get on the mic and start talking about times they cheated or almost cheated. Like that's like uh -huh. jaw drop, uh -huh. just like mortified uh -huh. moment. Cause cheated on tests. <laughs> no, I just want to be specific here. Is yeah, all. <laughs> no, no, not like <laughs> school not academic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotcha. Uh, I, I just, thought that's what you're saying. I thought it was, minute, I, that's just what my no. mind jumps. It's like, oh, I thought it was um, out, a little mortifying. Yeah. But I How thought it was they really. Were to admit things. Yes, yeah. I mean, because even like it's like you've been talking to this person for ten minutes, recording like they are aware it is yeah. recording because yeah. they have a full set of headphones yeah. and a mic in front of yep. them and the recording pack right there, uh -huh. and then they just like say that, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you know, this is going out, right? Yeah. Like I, I mean, a lot of the times it was just kind of like, well, I was going to, but mm -hmm. I didn't end up doing it. But just getting that kind of information. Yeah. Just completely free. Yeah. Sometimes just like hit me like a bus. Sometimes while recording. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Sometimes if people want to say something and other times there is like a disconnect in the reality of what's going on with it. Like with video, I've done mm -hmm. that for years and I can't tell you how many times I've gotten footage back of them just roaming the halls, like obviously doing stuff they're not supposed to be doing or uh, a couple times of video where they're trying to film a segment or something and somebody mm -hmm. runs up in the background and like double flips the bird to the camera uh. or like, yells out the you know some obscenity or something really bad and it's like well that's gonna take me two minutes to clip out and send to the vice principal uh -huh. so thank you yeah for <laughs> i mean like thank you for fully showing your face <laughs> yeah and also just making it easy on me to make sure that other people know not to do that so mm -hmm. i don't have to always worry about it but yeah i think also some of it maybe they feel bulletproof a little bit on it it's mm -hmm. like oh yeah because i've heard kids in my ota or other classes just talk about they... using chat GPT or about and getting away with certain stuff. And I'm like, you know, like, I'm going to not... tell your teacher about you know this. this is... I'm not going to tell you I'm telling your teacher, but you know, I'm going to tell your out. teacher. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I think uh, at some, it's something that you see more often because mm -hmm. you know the kids, like if they want to brag or if they yeah. want to say it, they just drop the filter. Yeah. But as another student, seeing that mm -hmm. happen in a recording environment yeah. and fully when knowing other that people it'll probably hear it, you probably hear it regularly. Yeah. 
but not, oh, yeah. not that all the people you talk to are like, oh, I cheated on this test really well. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm no snitch, but yeah, just uh, this this microphone right in front of me is it, definitely a snitch. It puts it exactly, yeah, it puts it, it sets it, it should set up a filter. Mm -hmm. uh, what did you, uh, what was there any moments that really surprised you with students, or what stuck out with you? What interviews stuck out with you? I think, well, that's the issue because a lot of them did. I, feel I know. Like... That's why I didn't say the best because <laughs> I wouldn't want to pick a best either because I it's... enjoyed every interview I've done. I feel like it was super fun to go into an interview thinking, oh, this is going to stay baseline mm -hmm. and then just really getting into yeah. current topics or uh -huh. personal opinions on those topics yeah. because sometimes the interviews went places that I never expected them to and I yeah. was like, wow, this is such a cool angle mm -hmm. that nobody nobody really thinks of the angle when they're coming in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, this it's is a person usually, Especially this kind of thing, because we have such an open net that we're looking for instead yeah. of we're talking about this one specific thing yeah. or something. In a long-form interview, too, you just hit a lot of topics. Mm -hmm. I was really, it was partly my own doing, but in the moment when I asked Miss Marriott about her uh, cancer diagnosis and her battle uh, the, the past years, um, it was surprising that I would ask that to me, first of all, that I was comfortable enough in that interview to mm -hmm. do that. But also that she was so candid about it, but the way she talked about it was you just get this predetermined idea about how somebody's handling something like that because you think that you understand where they're at and then you hear no. them talk yeah. about it. It's like, oh, now I get what it's really, what they really felt like and what the real battle was and how they, they kind of felt overall. And it was really great to hear that from her. That and uh, my interview with Mandy when we started talking about her, uh, she's had this long like we all have this fear of school shooters. Yeah. Teachers are all like, realistically, you uh -huh. got to think about it. it's a possibility. But she's clearly been a person who reacts more to it and gets more frightened by it. And that was a really just, I think that one surprised me too, because I know Mandy really well. And it's like, oh, this interview thing's going to work like that. That felt like it was really coming together. But it was just nice to hear, you know, even today talking to Miss Winters to just get a little more serious about stuff with somebody who I don't know that well. You know, I, I was, she just retired. We just had a retirement thing for her over the lunch that year. And it was just really cool to get the chance to know some of these teachers way better. Like Mr. Cummins, I've worked with him for quite a while. He's built the sets and stuff, but you know, I, I forget that he's a preacher. <laughs> I forget yeah. that. You get uh, new angles of people. Yeah, and you just find out, like, the more they, now I see them in the hall too. And like, I see Mr. Cummins and it's not like, secret best buddies now or something but you, there is a little bit of a connection you notice now. it yeah yeah it, it changes that and that's one thing going forward i'm really looking forward to is talking to more teachers and just not you know getting becoming super close or popular with everybody but just getting to know them yeah. better and having walking down the hall and having a better imprint of who that person is mm. so that's been been pretty interesting so what do you think are some of the biggest issues that high school students are going to face in the near future? They're starting to face now. Oof. Well, so as you're getting out of here, I ask a lot of teachers that are graduate mm -hmm. that are graduating that are retiring what they think they are they worry about for future teachers. What do you worry about for future students? Honestly, there are a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And um, on the good side, there aren't as many as I did I had for future students in the last couple of years, uh -huh. because there has been an especially great group of students that I've known, mm -hmm. like lower class. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to be juniors or seniors next year. God, they're going to be upperclassmen. James Ben's um, a senior next year, and that blows my mind for some reason. <laughs> he just said something to me about it today when he was leaving. He's like, "I'm going to be a senior next year. Is that weird, you out?" And I was like, "Actually, yes, it yeah. really does." Yeah, <laughs> a lot of the times I worry about continue like the the trend of AI 
continued mm-hmm. academic dishonesty. Yeah. But I also worry about those tools being used and misidentifying dishonesty. Mm-hmm. Like, because we've seen in the past a lot of teachers use, uh, not teachers, more professors at this mm-hmm. point in college, use a chat GPT detector. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not true. Right. Yeah. Like, they may, the detector may be like, oh, this is all uh-huh. copied. And it's not. I yeah. think... Tech is always a good step, but there are definitely holes that schools and students can fall into, both mm-hmm. with using them and being subject to the misuse. Yeah. Um, I'm really, that one is one I'm hung up on too. And I just, just uh, a couple days ago in class, uh, I was showing students like chat GPT, how I used it to create mm-hmm. a lot of this, not a lot, points of this rubric that I'm making for an yeah. essay they write. But I'm also telling them like, just don't, Use chat GBT, it'll be obvious. It's your last essay, it's part of your final. I'll fail you, you'll have no recourse on that grade, that part of that grade. Yeah. So, and I, I showed them a little bit about testing it out. And I, te- I, when I made this, like I had it make a rubric and then I go and I add a lot to it and I change it around and stuff. But um, I went and I had it, you know, give me an example, five out of five, because it gave a behavior Likert scale of one to five points. And give me an example, three point essay. Give me an example, uh, one point essay. And I, I showed them, because they were wondering how teachers could check and see yeah. and I, so I was like okay well we'll look at it and I copied and pasted essays and checked the one point one didn't show it showed up as human text on a couple of them and I don't I think it's because I asked it to write a crummy paper I guess I don't know it was it befuddled it really yeah. threw me I was like god I, every time I think I got a handle on this in some way I absolutely do not but the example was really funny because it was like it's supposed to start with a quote about your high school experience reflect on that and then have these three paragraphs each that go on this topic and it was like the one point one was I didn't choose a quote because I think it's stupid assignment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated high Very, school and well, I don't want it. It was so the weird. Part of, it's an angsty teen. <laughs> the part of the issue with um, especially chat GPT and those yeah. other generational AI systems is that they need a source of data. They need a data set to build on. Yes. So unfortunately that's us. That's, yeah, that's another thing that I was going to point on. Uh, student and teacher privacy I also worry about mm-hmm. in the next coming years, especially with um, across the nation, the issues and the bills being brought up. They're horrible. Yeah. I mean, but we don't know what's going to come next. I mean, we yeah. don't know where these companies are getting those data sets. Yeah. And that's especially true for other mm-hmm. for other gener- generation AI systems. Yeah. Like, I saw all an article the, the other day about how, is... well, the writing one specifically, uh-huh. we don't know where they're getting that. So yeah. a lot of times, especially with facial AI systems, mm-hmm. they'll go on the internet, they'll go on LinkedIn, and they'll use profiles. Mm-hmm. And I saw an article where somebody was theorizing that AI systems like ChatGPT and mm-hmm. the one that like Elon Musk is trying to make, they're going on AO3 mm-hmm. and they're they're scanning uh-huh. fanfics to make things seem yeah, more written by that. a human. Yep. And scraping all that data they yeah. can get and pouring it into these big I wells mean, of information. I've done a lot. I've done multiple projects mm-hmm. in school over AI. I am scared about it a yeah, little bit because we don't know yeah. a lot of the theories. We, we haven't tested them yet. And mm-hmm. I would hate for the theories like uh, the Flashpoint to work, mm-hmm. where basically that's the whole theory of it's going to it could be extremely easy for a machine AI system to become sentient or mm-hmm. completely go up against its bounds. I remember. And if it did, I did it, in it would change junior so year. quickly yes. and grow you, so quickly. Yeah, you couldn't. We would lose. Yeah, lose the chain out of it immediately. It would happen so fast we wouldn't understand I mean, how quickly learned and understood. I chose a really good topic for junior year, which was what mm-hmm. I was like, I did my persuasion 
slideshow over AI and mm -hmm. like why that. And it's becoming increasingly common. Well, that's I feel, blown up since then for yeah. sure. If image, everything. Adobe is incorporating a lot. I was playing around with Firefly and it's I mean, fun Canvas and has silly. It. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's it's all over the place now. And it, the first one that was nationally known and used by everyone except researchers was in November of last yeah. year, or October, maybe late October, early November last year. And all of a sudden, it's a topic. All of a sudden, it's an annoying extra bot on uh, Snapchat that you have to pay yeah. to get rid of. You know, the, the it's directions awful. it's going so quickly. It's, I mean, <laughs> it's. Um, I feel like it could definitely become a part of. Well, not a part of it could be a threat to students or teachers because mm -hmm. we don't know how they're going to develop these AIs, yeah. and even outside of the school sector, oh, it's yeah. a, going to be an it's issue. It's going to upset. There's a lot of people saying, "Oh, it's going to change every workforce." There's other people saying, "No, that's overblown." Uh, but you know, because you look at what it writes, and it's not. But the that's it now. will keep it, learning. It will, yeah, it's going to keep learning. Better. I think one of my biggest fears for students and my the the first challenge I've taken on. Aside from being like, how do I recognize it so I don't just have a kid that just mindlessly turns in stuff and doesn't get anything out of my class? My, my, I guess my second thing I'm immediately thinking about then is, how do I teach kids how to use this? Mm -hmm. Like, not ignore it, not pretend it's not there. I got to, you know, it's like cell phones. Like, not that we need to have them have them all the time in class. We've got to... But they are a factor. They yeah, are an they are factor. Exactly. They're, they're not going away. And yeah. AI is not going away either. And it's only going to become... It's going to become important to understand, to use it, to do things at work, to do whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's also going to, you know, we start thinking about this, like AI gets smarter and smarter. We have physical like robots that start taking in food orders at McDonald's, start making it or whatever. And that's always been the threat of like, oh, you want this much an Automation, hour, yeah. then we'll just automate. Yeah, they would have done that if they could anyway. So the threat, that was an empty threat. It was, mm -hmm. we're going to try and do that no matter what. But that's really what a lot of places are going to do is we're going to, this is one of many fronts that's going to push a lot of people out of the workforce. And then, mm -hmm. you know, the world doesn't work if only a few people are just making all the money. We already see in the side effects of that happening where wealth is so concentrated. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, just imagine when, the, and there already aren't enough high skilled, high paying jobs for everybody that wants to pull themselves up by their bootstraps or whatever. Yeah. But I, I'm going a little off the rails on it too, but it is <laughs> well, I a mean, big fear of mine for the future. Like yeah. what are all the kids I have in school right now? What does a job landscape look like 20 years from now exactly. after AI has wiped out even that's, 10% I mean, that's what I'm, what I'm worried about beforehand. What I'm worried about beforehand is yeah. things like chat, GPT, and mm -hmm. other tools like, I mean, to a lesser scale, photo math. Mm -hmm. We are developing, we are actively developing tools that gives students the opportunity to not learn as well. Yeah. And I think it's a great thing to have, especially if somebody struggles in that subject to see photo math mm -hmm. and see how the steps work. But unfortunately, we're also dealing with a population of students so that is increasingly yeah. depressed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And having those tools and not having the energy or being apathetic yeah. is going to it's going to stunt them. To it's going to learn it instead of just get done with it. Yeah, it's it is a horrible cocktail of yeah. things going on with the environment, mm -hmm. student mental health, mm -hmm. uh, more tools. It is I'm I'm not really an optimist, and so this may be I'm a little either. pessimistic. We're maybe we shouldn't have but this conversation. I think, <laughs> but I think there are tons of pitfalls that students yeah. are coming up with, and mm -hmm. we need to be able to support them mm -hmm. and also understand that 
to teach them effectively, we have to understand students and we yeah. have to give them the tools, but not give them something that tells them how to solve it. Like mm -hmm. there needs to be some sort of problem solving. They have to be able to engage. They have to be able to engage. As opposed to just raising their cell phone to take a picture of something or copying, pasting text and, you know, like my chat GPT created rubric and prompt for an essay that if that theoretically I could, the one that spit out, I've seen people assign things kind of like that. They're crappy assignments. Yeah. But, you know, so let's say you've got a teacher who assigns one through chat GPT and then the student just takes that prompt and puts it into, you know, chat GPT mm -hmm. or whatever, or Bard or uh, Snapchat's AI, and it pushes out some essay that reaches those goals that was created by another bot yeah. and they send it back and to a teacher and the teacher grades it with a bot like you know obviously the thing is easy extreme, it's, it sets it's... them it, it's easy for people to do that it's easy to grade and to create those assignments using bots but that is setting up the kid for failure yeah it is yeah. like even if they don't want to do the assignment mm -hmm. it is setting them up for continued failure yeah i think the way forward for teachers then i mean you would just have to find ways that force them to engage and I'll try and be optimist a little bit because uh, I am at least always devil's advocate so I'll, I'll mm -hmm. do that instead of my because I'm a very pessimistic person <laughs> I'm very fatalistic about where we're yeah. at with the environment and with how children are you know their prospects for the future mm -hmm. of employment and pro uh, property ownership it's just things are looking more and more negative but uh, I think one positive spin on it could be we for a long time have really needed an education to, and, and I think most teachers do understand this to some extent, but to push unique and uh, interesting projects to teach, not just some really boring flat thing that you could put into an AI and it could get a reasonable response that would work. Something that fits more, that is personalized to them and their experience, something that is uh, a unique kind of thing to think about or a way to incorporate mm. a few elements together that an AI couldn't necessarily keep up with. Um, and so maybe that is something that we can focus into instead of worrying about AI, thinking like, all right, what do we need to change anyway and push forward? Yeah, there are a lot of things that could be improved mm -hmm. in the field. And unfortunately, it's going to take a lot of time to do them. But there's there is a there's light. Mm -hmm. There is light. There is always light. Yeah. And there is younger people that are less embittered and depressed than I am. Yeah. <laughs> both of us are kind of just, both of us are wise. We're kind of the but... old guys in that box at the Muppet show. <laughs> yes. Just, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, oh, man, how can I, uh, Statler and Waldorf. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. Okay, so today for the community billboard, I wanted to highlight the RCRC, which is the Richland County Recreation Council. Woo. They do a great job setting up our triathlons, our 5Ks, just about any fun community activity. And they have been doing that awesomely for a really long time. I just wanted to give them a shout out. And if you're in Olney or Richland County and you want something to do, be on the lookout for those 5Ks and triathlons. Now back to the show. <laughs> On that topic, then, uh, I'll even uh, kick the hornet's nest here and risk it a little bit and say, so what are, without anyone specific, what are some of your criticisms overall of things that, not necessarily like this is stupid and terrible about high school teachers, uh -huh. but what are some things that you wish high school teachers understood from your point of view as a student well, now that you've had this experience? It's kind of hard <clears throat> because every teacher is different. Mm -hmm. And oh, it's hard because I don't know what they all understand. I mean, everyone was a kid. Mm -hmm. And I feel like as time goes by, 
you kind of forget that. Like mm -hmm. people forget how it was. I mean, they remember most of it. Yeah. But I wish more adults in general, and it's not everybody. I wish mm -hmm. more of them understood that like, yes, this is not going to be a big deal to them in five, ten years, but mm -hmm. it is a giant deal now. Like mm -hmm. just to teachers have a load of empathy, but just trying to apply that to every student and remember that they are extremely dramatic because they're kids. Like, yeah. they're still kids. I I get this feeling from t some teachers sometimes, the ones that I feel like maybe are need a refresh or need to walk, you know, mm -hmm. um, that they're just sort of, it's like, oh, it's always the same problems. It's always the same deal. And it's like, yeah, I mean, they're you're going, getting a yeah. new crop. What is it that, uh, that I said in Dazed and Confused? Uh, I keep getting I older, know. but they all stay the same yeah. age. But I mean, applying that, oh God, that's awful. Applying that though to, uh, uh, the, we just keep going on and fighting the same battles. And I think sometimes I've heard. I mean, teachers get burnt out of it. Sure. It's the same set of problems every year, yes. but they're also different kids. So they're yes. going through, mm -hmm. they're completely new on those situations. Yeah. And it gets frustrating because it feels like you're reteaching the same thing because you are. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I definitely, lack of empathy is one of the hardest things. I don't know how you could survive in this job without empathy. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's easier to survive, honestly. It probably it's, is. It's tiring sometimes yeah. to just be like, you know, the hearing about what some kids go through and it really wears on you and ages you and makes you feel a little hopeless about the human race yeah. sometimes, honestly. And you want to like take care of these kids and, and keep them safe and all this stuff. And, and, but there's only so much you can do. I mean, the same thing goes for the students as well. Like, I feel like a lot of kids these days are like, oh, these, these teachers, like they don't get it. Da, 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 yeah. da. But it's important for students to remember even more so than the teacher side. You need to have empathy for your teachers. Mm -hmm. They are giving most of, like, almost their entire day yeah. to teaching you, it's a very to helping you, to supporting you. Yeah, Because even when they leave these doors, your, yeah. Check out in your mind and, like, teach something. It's a very engaging. I mean, process. the kids, like, they can come to class and they can walk out those doors and they don't have to think about school yeah. for the rest of the day. They don't have to think about it on the weekends. They don't have yeah. to think about it over summer. They can just go enjoy it. But for teachers, you guys deal with it all the time. I know as soon as you walk out, you're not like, oh, I've forgotten. Party time, like, baby. Yeah, you go home and you're like, oh, yeah. my God, I need to, like, how can I support this yeah. kid better? And and also just the grading and, like, replanning. Even because uh, I was just talking to Miss Winters, and she was saying even this year, you know, she's on her way to school thinking, oh, this doesn't work or, oh, i got to do something about that, you know, and it's. She's in her last year. You think it's just easy to do or like completely second mm -hmm. nature. And it's like, no, it does get easier, though. I would say if there's anyone I would beg students to have empathy with, it is young teachers because yes. new teachers, beginning teachers. God, it is such a hard, terrifyingly hard job, yeah, especially so, with high school. If they at all care about what they're doing, then it is you're you're constantly second guessing yourself and constantly mm -hmm. knowing you're not good enough for it because nobody is good enough to actually do this perfectly you just got to get good at doing the best you can and being okay with it but gosh beginning teachers and I, I i don't like to make this distinction and turn it into this simple you know duality of what genders face but young female teachers definitely struggle not only they have it hard they have it hard because they just don't get respect from a percentage no. of kids there's a percentage of kids that see them as almost a peer or that um have been, you know, 
kind of taught by other people not to mm-hmm. respect women as much as men. And it's just uh, part of our society to a percentage. Not every kid, that is for sure. But, but yeah, young teachers, those beginning teachers, show some pity because they're going yeah. through it. Well, I mean, we talked about like what I'd like to change mm-hmm. with teachers, but honestly, it is the tiniest thing compared to how students should treat their teachers. Yeah. Because there's some rude kids are kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so on the flip side of that, what are some positives that you is? Are there any constants in teachers that engaged you the most or that you had the most fun with? Aside from content that they're teaching, mm-hmm. like what's what style or what what things have you noticed about teachers that really that you that you perk up to or that you are drawn yeah, to? Yeah, I connected with teachers who are passionate about their subject, mm-hmm. who took it seriously. Yeah, uh, but still could have fun with it. Like they wanted it, they wanted to teach a class. They wanted mm-hmm. to teach the material they had. Yeah, but they still did it in interesting and interactive ways. And a lot of those teachers. Um, could find connections with students. Like uh, Mrs. Hinckley, Mr. Dunn, Mrs. Marriott, those, yeah. that kind of teaching style, being able to be serious and be a mentor and be a teacher in yeah. every aspect to mm-hmm. their students, but also be able to get down on their level and say, hey bud, what's going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Yeah, it really is. There's some that really shine with that. Mm-hmm. I think I'm good at the, hey bud, what's going on part. Maybe not so much as the being totally serious all the I time. I feel like you can be. Yeah. Like you you are one of the examples. Be. You're you don't want to be, but when <laughs> when somebody is just goofing off because they think, oh, it's Mr. Red and I could goof off and I can yeah. do this, you can you can bring down the hammer. You just don't yeah. do it as often. Yeah. I definitely can yank a nut somebody's yeah. tail if I need to. Yeah. And boy are some freshmen here I had to. But that's my least favorite part of the job is part of it. I like to have fun. I think that's why if I really am forced to intervene because they're distracting from a lesson mm-hmm. or they're doing anything towards another kid that's kind of, you know, that's that I don't like. The part that really gets me upset even more is, why you got to make me do this? Yeah. <laughs> why you got to make me be this guy? I told you before, I don't want to be this guy, but I will be this guy if I have mm-hmm. to be. But no, that that is true. And those are some excellent teachers as examples. And I was just being a little self-deprecating. I know I'm awesome. Anyway, uh, <laughs> one change that you would make, this is a tough question. I don't even know what I would answer to this. That, I mean, I, that you would make to this school that would make it a better place. Like what's something you could add to or take away from the school oh, that would really help Well, I mean, it's, once again, it's on the students. I feel like mm. it's never going to change. Everybody's a little tribalistic. Everybody wants mm-hmm. their little click. But a big thing these days is just having basic empathy uh-huh. for whoever it is. Like, yeah. Treating each other with yes. respect, too. Yes, like the person next to you could be so annoying or so distracting in some way, yeah. but you don't know what they have going on. Like, yeah. if I wish more kids would understand that people are extremely different, and that's that's the mm-hmm. beauty of it. Yeah. If we were all the same or we had the same interests or we looked the same, nothing, it would be so boring. Mm-hmm. Nothing would ever happen. So I just wish more kids accepted and embraced. Just that. yes, just embraced it. I think there is like on a positive note, there is a trend. I've talked about this before, probably on this podcast, but a positive trend. If I'm looking at especially like when I was in the school in the '90s versus now, there's been a much more like that comes along with the internet and everyone being able to have their own interests, I, mm-hmm. and there's a much more wider embrace, like. Kids, there are still straight up jerks that will bully people or anything. Mean. But there are, it's also what the surprising part is even kids that are kind of like mean, like somebody will say something like, uh, 
you know, like, dude, you're gay. And literally somebody else to them will be like, that's not cool, man. Like, that's not funny. Like, yeah. you don't do that. There's you know? still, there's like, still there's, kids like that, but it's less, sure. it's less. And there's more kids that are willing tolerated. to just stand up and be like, oh, no, no, uh, we can pick on this kid. But we're not going there. <laughs> you know, there's a little bit of standards seeping <laughs> that's just, in for what that's It just seems worth. like a bad, it just seems like a joke from a sitcom when you say that. It's funny. <laughs> what do you think you're going to miss the most about high school in general? Or what What things? The teachers, honestly. Mm. It's a great group of teachers. Mm. I don't know. It's kind of hard because I'm still going to a place that'll have similar courses just yeah. in a, on a much bigger scale. Yeah. Um, yeah, mostly Maybe that the teachers. Community too, yeah. of knowing a lot of the people here and knowing yeah. what I mean, uh, sometimes it's That's good, also sometimes it's age. bad. There's, there's but it's like nice definitely, definitely the teachers. Okay. What uh, What are you still? You said that you actually goes perfect as the next kind of question I have for you, which is a lot of the same programs. What are you still going to be doing that you were doing here when you move on, like extracurricular wise and course focused? What are you going to continue and what are you going to kind of drop? Well, I'm still going to be focused on science. Mm -hmm. And looking at extracurriculars, there are like thousands mm -hmm. of registered student organizations over at yeah. Urbana-Champaign. But I'm definitely going to stick, uh, I'm probably going to be a part of ISM, which is Illini Student Musicals. Cool. So I'm still going to be on stage. Okay, cool. I've I been looking be at, they have a student-run radio, actually. Oh. I've been looking into still kind of doing That'd something similar cool. to this. That'd be super cool, yeah. Because it's kind of fun. I don't it know. is. <laughs> There's not a lot that I'm going to drop. I mean, I didn't... I didn't try out for the Marching Illini this year because that audition window was when a big thing for CEO was coming up and we were about to do performances for Cinderella. So I didn't have any time if I still wanted to have my schoolwork be high level. But that's something I'm looking into doing mm -hmm. in the next couple of years. Uh, we'll find out how yeah. next year goes and what I want to do. But I'm not looking to drop a lot. Mm -hmm. Still science You get focus. to continue yeah. doing a lot of stuff you're doing. That's when going out, not that everyone has to go to college, but... Getting to go to college after high school, you really get to continue with a lot of like fun. That's the stuff that really interests me. Like when I ask people, when I, when I have exit interviews with my seniors, one of my, the questions I'm most interested in is, and I'll ask you this right now, is what is it that you want to keep learning about that has nothing to do with your career? What are the things that you're interested in that you just want to know more about because you care about it, because you love it, or you're interested in it, or you want to understand it? I mean, I'm going into environmental science and stuff like that, so mm -hmm. I'm going to be learning that. That's a big thing for me. And, of course, you want to learn more about yeah. that. Oh, definitely. Not just for the career-wise, but because you're But just in general, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, definitely history. Mm -hmm. Really like ancient history. Just history in general. Mm -hmm. um, current affairs is always something that people are going to be learning about, so that's what I'd like to learn. It's kind of hard because a lot of the stuff – that I want to keep learning, I am pursuing, or I'm going to continue on in college, so I'm already going to have that set there. But I don't know. What was your biggest victory in high school? Graduating. Okay. <laughs> Make, I mean, my, yeah, no, my academics has always been there. You like, graduated it's always with been there. honors and stuff, though, too. Yeah. It was, there well, was distinction involved. It's always been there, but... Mm -hmm. I think my biggest victory is just making it all the way through mm -hmm. and just kind of the changes that came along with it. Five years from now, you'll be, uh, I, I, I forget, I don't know your exact. <laughs> Start over. No, no, cut it. No, no. That wasn't, that wasn't me. That was I know. a little man in Sophia's throat. No. Like... Start over. Start the question over. Okay. So five. <laughs> <clears throat> this is definitely getting cut. Don't worry. 
just imagine it, it gone already. It better be. <laughs> um, and then I'm, 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 I'm praying for you here. Come on. Come on, buddy. So about five years from now, you'll be through a four-year program at least. Mm -hmm. Are you looking at a master's program I, in your current track? It's not in the plans yet, mm -hmm. but I can Very find, well I can be. imagine myself in one. Yeah. yeah. So let's say, you know, five years from now, uh, where are you really hoping to be? If, if you could pick kind of a perfect landing spot five years from now. Like location-wise? That and like career and school. Oh, well, it's kind of hard. I haven't decided on a job in particular. It's probably going to be something focused on um, sustainability in the environment or, mm -hmm. uh, or restoration. So probably somewhere in some sort of ecosystem, like a specific one, maybe... A national park or like a marshland or something like that just working on restoration or sustainability unless i decide to get a master's or something which uh it's gonna cost money but so what you're saying is you'd like to end up somewhere uh, no, 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 no 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 green. that's not even on tune dude i know it's that's kind of tune. embarrassing green. No, that no no that's kind of embarrassing somewhere ah, ah, no the bit is here. stale the bit is stale <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, what about how does Richland County and Alney fit into your future? I, I, you've got roots here. I, you, do you have more than just your family, your immediate family? I don't, I don't really know. I have some family. cousins. Okay, like so not like cousins. tons and tons of family yeah, around here. Yeah, I have some. I the majority of the family I talk to is here because mm -hmm. I have a giant extended family, mm -hmm. and they kind of live around in the surrounding area, just gotcha. not in Alney and Richland County. So probably coming around for that a lot. Or, or yeah. are you thinking long term? There's any chance you live here again? Or um, I don't really know of any environmental science jobs right. in Alney. Right. But I think even if I don't end up living here, it's going to be a big part because mm -hmm. got a pretty cool town. I mean, yeah, we've got a species or like a subspecies that is almost. Mm -hmm. entirely here there's like three yeah. other places in the planet it's from so yeah i'm definitely gonna shut up white squirrels yeah i'm definitely gonna keep that with me but i don't see myself ending up here yeah yeah i doubt there's many opportunities for what you're wanting to do mm -hmm. here so yeah. yeah what's next for bat club Ooh, yeah it's really taking a back seat to the podcast venture <laughs> Uh, which What's up, is, club? yeah uh there we've still got some ote segments coming out which are the interviews that we interviewed the students, then I would interview the teacher, and that really crystallized into this. Uh, we have some other grant opportunities next year that's mm -hmm. actually going to bring us a lot more equipment. So I've definitely got some plans. So for the first year, I have a Film 2 class, and I'm going to hopefully add after that a Podcasting 101 class. So I would like to hopefully get more media extracurricular classes that can focus on doing stuff like this. And then with that, I have a buddy, uh, Derek Huey, who is a cinematographer, and I'm really Ooh. wanting to pay because it's a, it's a he's got like a set day amount, and I want to be able to pay that, which we have the funds to do it. We just need a decent script and a day shoot mm -hmm. to have him come down, and then a have the group work with a professional cinematographer to get through a shooting script and shoot a short film yes. on a really good camera with a, a skilled operator. So that's definitely one thing I, I, I want see to. That. I want to try and expand our uh, film festival to include uh, outside of Richland County, uh, the Sinister Squirrel, Spooky Squirrel, Sinister Squirrel. I want to call it Spooky Squirrel. Everyone disagreed with me. That's right. Uh, the Sinister Squirrel Film Festival. I'd like to see that expand. It, it's just, even with this, it's really hard to break through and get an audience that gets traction. And yeah. it gets dispiriting, too. This has gotten a lot of really good response and a decent amount of regular listeners, but... 
you know, you always want something to, I guess secretly everybody wants to, something to blow up and be like really big and everybody loves it or whatever. But when you've done, I mean, I've done movies that took us seven months to make and it's like 30 minutes and it's like tons of effects. And then it gets then like it 300 yeah. views, if that, over the course of a couple of years. It and it does. just, it really burns you out sometimes yeah. uh, when you feel like, doesn't everybody else see how awesome this is? Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm really... Uh, I, I've been leaning into the audio part of it, um, and I'm also wanting to try and get a few more classes to teach more graphic, not graphic design, but um, using Illustrator and using uh, uh, Audition and using After Effects and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I'm trying to learn more about that and get more students trained up. Uh, COVID really wiped out a lot of my staff, um, as in... Uh, they graduated. Yeah, students. As in, uh, not wiped them out. That's not, not phrased the yeah. best. Uh, they, but they graduated that out. That year, a lot of them graduated out. I didn't get to train new kids. So yeah. I'm really still kind of building that back up. And I'm getting some kids that are really passionate about it. I'm excited it. to see where it goes. Yeah. I, I, this will be the third or fourth time I've had to build a program because I've moved into a school a couple times, <laughs> uh, three they times They just keep now. getting you, man. Did, well, something will happen. It's easy to wipe out a program, especially mm -hmm. at a high school level, because especially a film program. kids continually leave. Yeah. You get a kid who is like a superstar that this is the kid who wants to know about editing or they're really, they just get how to put together an idea and, and then, then they're, they're gone. gone and you're just sort of left with, you know, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's what I want to do is continuously building onto it. Mm -hmm. uh, but part of it is an equipment built up right now. I've just gotten with this new grant opportunity, three new 4K money. cameras. Yeah. 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 I'm really hoping to get some new audio equipment next year. Which is year. great because, and, I mean, uh, these kids like handle the cameras well, yeah. but if one of them drops it, it's like game over. Yeah. Especially well before when all we had was little sister and big daddy, which were our code names for our cameras. Yeah. Hey, uh, but those because of, but now man. those are, yeah, that's where I got it. Oh, and our new camera fleet, of course, is mm -hmm. named after the Princess Bride, uh, which is the Dread Camera Roberts. Okay. Princess Buttercam. Okay. And those my are so good. Personal favorite, which will tie into the interstitial we did for the one that's coming oh, up Oh God! Monday, which is Video Montoya. Hello, my name is Video, Video Montoya. <laughs> you killed my battery. Prepare to die. I do that die. all the time. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, building up that—that's that's definitely my mm -hmm. my goal. Always building another. I haven't done a film in a while. I really need to do another, like yeah. good quality, longer short. Longer well, short. <laughs> I, that's what I want to see from Back Club. I want to see shows or segments. Yeah. Uh, although the shows and segments I've been in and seen this year are bad because you've put me through hell. Uh, <laughs> but Sorry. I'm excited to see that stuff. Yeah, I, I really want to do more narrative fiction, yeah. sort of like horror stuff, or not, yeah. you know, not even that. Just like just something, uh, something a story. fiction instead of. Yeah. Because I, I like making, uh, I like the interview segments. I love the OTE ones, the Only Tiger Encounter segments. But uh, I'm not a huge fan of news production. I, I, it's great. It has its place. I love teaching. You want something. Some aspects of it. But personally, I like telling stories. Yeah. I like things that are more evergreen, too. Yeah. And that kind of, you know, try and make an interesting twist in a story and use mm -hmm. good camera effects. And seeing kids pull off a scene where I'm thinking, like, Oh, they legitimately nailed that character point or something yeah. on that. Like, I love that. That it's been a while since I've done that, uh, and uh, that's what I want to see some more mm -hmm. of. Yeah. So, final words. What are your final words for RCHS for the students that you're leaving behind, or maybe for your graduating, your fellow graduating seniors? How do you sum up your experience here? I think you should embrace change. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, coming into high school, I remember a really specific moment where I was just so upset because I thought like, oh, we're going to go into high school and I'm not going to be close with those friends, like my friends anymore. Mm -hmm. And that did happen. Yeah. And things happen. And yeah, we're not close anymore, but I appreciate them. Mm -hmm. I remember the memories. But things turn out so well. I think there's a chapter in the book we read for CEO. It's like, uh, life ain't no laser beam. Mm -hmm. Things happen. It twists all the time. But you've got to embrace them. you got to embrace the changes because you turn out so much better. I think my biggest one was in quarantine because I'm a person where, like, I need to see people face-to-face -face oh, to yeah. keep a connection mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the times because I'm kind of – I kind of have memory loss. Uh, but <laughs> – I took a risk and I joined this platform because I saw a creator was like, hey, people who want to do this hobby that I really want to do for a long time should join this. I took that risk and it worked out so well because I have a group of friends all over the continent now mm -hmm. that see me for who I am. And we're really close friends, even though we don't meet face to face. And I'm going to college with one of them, uh -huh. actually, cool. uh, in a couple months, which is crazy. But just embrace the change. It's scary and you may not like it at first but when you look back like i look back at these four years and i'm like that worked out really well mm -hmm. so yeah. probably that excellent well sophia it really has been a pleasure working with you on this project i really struck gold in uh being having you recommended and it's been so fun i mean i, I thought this would be kind of an interesting thing and i, I had a lot of wants for it and, and hopes that it would you know really highlight some of the best stuff of this school and I got one of the best students to help me out with that. So <laughs> I really appreciate all the work and the time you've put into it. And it has been a real pleasure getting to know you a little bit better through this, uh, through this like kind of professional uh, partnership here. It's, it's just great. I need that reinvigoration sometimes <laughs> that there are students that are uh, not that there are not in general, but it's like, it's just a good reminder. Like I'm dealing with people. Mm -hmm. And as a teacher, I'm dealing with people and people have good days. People have bad days. People are productive. People are not, mm -hmm. but they're people just like I am and on an equal level. And, uh, it's been really great going on this journey with you and, uh, you're a very mature and intelligent person. And I appreciate ha having gotten the opportunity to work with you in this level. So thank you, Sophia, very much. Thank you. And Sophia. What? You matter to RCHS. Aw, that's a good ending. <laughs> okay, so it's kind of hard to say thank you again because that's me. I'm the one being interviewed. But I'd like to take this time to thank Mr. Ryden for allowing me to have the opportunity of hosting and to just kind of mess around on mic sometimes, even though I'm not, even when I'm not hosting. So... I feel like that interview went really well. I feel like we had a lot to talk about, and sometimes we went off on tangents, but mm -hmm. that's okay because tangents are fun. Yeah. Um, Vivi, do you have any thoughts about working with Mr. Ryden or having him as a teacher so um, far? I had him as a teacher for my creative writing class in film and editing one. I don't know if he's doing creative writing anymore. If he is, you should take that class. It's so much fun. I didn't get into his film and editing two class, though. You didn't get in? No. Why? I didn't get into Spanish three either, but that's off topic. <gasps> I know. They're setting you up. Yeah. He, I, I am currently discussing how lucky I feel to get to work with him on this podcast. That's what it year. says on the script, because Ryan makes the scripts. Yeah. Um, so lucky. I'm so excited. Is there anything you're looking I, forward to doing? Um, I don't know. I hope I get to, like, torture my friends. By making them film, a, it's pretty easy. With me. 
Yeah, I mean, like, the whole issue is getting people on the mic. Yeah. Because I wanted to be like, oh, I wanted to talk to more sports people. But drama kids and art kids are easier to sit down and get them to speak into the microphone and actually not freak out about it. So I hope you have opportunities to talk to everybody next year. Yeah. I will certainly do my best. Okay, since this is going out through the summer, we can't really, like, say see you next week or something. Yeah, no. So See you in what? Did Wheeler say 87 days? Well, 87 days as the day of a recording. So today when we're yes. recording was the last day of school yeah. for kids. But I don't know when this one goes out. So yeah. enjoy what little summer you have left, depending yeah. on when this comes out. And uh, don't slack when school starts. School starts. No, oh, we're cutting that. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully we're cutting that. Yeah. So enjoy what little summer you have left, and don't slack when school starts back up. Don't add or subtract from the population over the summer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, don't do drugs. No drugs? Go do, like, a 5K. Ooh, yeah. RCRC yeah, go run with the RCRC. It's fun to say. Fun to say. RCRC. Have a great week. Yippee to you and yours. <laughs> Our School Matters, with your hosts, Sophia Rains and Jeffrey Wright. Produced by me, Evan Irvin. Executive produced by Jeffrey Wright and Sophia Rains. Theme and incidental music composed and performed by Evan Irvin. Research provided by Abby Adler. Our School Matters is hosted by Voices of Richmond County Podcast Network, an RCHS VAT Club affiliate. Rate and review the show on Apple or Google Podcasts, and we may read your comments on our show. You can also contact us at VATClub at rccu1.net. Please subscribe to us on your preferred podcast apps. Ryden writes the worst scripts. I know. This is so weird. So any thoughts on Ryden, period? Discuss how lucky you feel to get to work with him on this podcast <laughs> next year. This is going to be, this is probably going to be cut out, but Ryden, you are patronizing. Okay. Secretly actually love the close mic talking. Does he Does he talk like all the way up Yeah, here? that's the thing you're going to have to do. I don't know if I mentioned it in my closing speech for Dolcrata's speech. You're going to need to uh, stop him to go like this all the time because <laughs> it's awful. I'll just reach across the table. Yeah, just be like, grab your keys and be like, yeah, because that's what I do.